Hey everyone, welcome back to One Shot at a Time. I'm your forever DM, Daniel Locke. どうもダニエルです。本日はよろしくお願いいたします。よろしくお願いします。はい、お願いします。はい。はい、お番組にお招きいただきありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。That's about the extent of my Japanese. Great. Cool. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I think I slipped slip a bit there. Very yeah, formal, yeah. proper Japanese. Yeah. Kegel? It really beat it into me. Yeah. Ooh. Kegels. Kegels? Yeah. The Kegels beat kegels, it into you. Yeah. Ah, yes. So have I told the story on this podcast where I went to the gym in Japan and there was a guy doing kegels on the floor? On the floor? Well, he, it, you know, like the stretching area. Oh, okay, okay. And I was there with my friend and I just turned to him and I was like, that guy fucks. <laughs> Did he look at you? No. Okay. And what was your friend's he was, response? He was really focused and that's why. I mean, he was like, yeah. Yeah? It was clear. It was clear. It was clear to the onlooker that that guy, that guy fucked. Yeah. And he beat that fucking idiot. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, that just missed. <laughs> Singed onto my eyeballs. <laughs> All right, but hey, welcome back. Uh, this is going to be our holiday episode, maybe. We're kind of close to it, right? I don't know. This is releasing well, some Viewers don't got to know. Yeah, they don't got to know. We can anyway, bank this for six months. That's true. Summer. Very true. It could be our summer episode. It could be our summer July blockbuster podcast episode. Is that a thing? Maybe. Maybe. come out in the summer? You know what is a thing, though? This summer. Yeah, this okay. summer. Yeah. yeah, this summer is a thing. And what also is a thing is that we are a D&D podcast. We take a random prompt and turn it into one-shot adventure. Thank you for saying what the show is. I was going to ask yeah, thank if you. we had said it yet. No, we have not. <laughs> Don't worry. The name of the show, though? Yeah. The name of the show is One Shot at a Time. Okay. Not Kegels. Okay. Or Kegel. Okay. Yeah. Or Japanese. Oh, what would be One Shot at a Time in Japanese? How would you say that? Uh, so One Shot at a Time, there's a couple ways to say it. You can say uh, like one at a time. Okay. So like... Not uno shot? Well, I don't know what the counter for one shot would be. You could probably deep dive into this and then like figure out like what a try at something is, like what an attempt is, and then say like, stole something zutsu. Oh, one okay. shot at a time. I don't know. Tweet at me your Japanese translations. And then maybe we'll hire you yeah. to localize our Japanese version of the show, which we're trying to premiere at the same time as uh, D&D in Japan. Yes. So D&D we're aiming Japan. for next year's summer. So message us your credentials. Yeah. And maybe you can transliterate this whole podcast into Japanese when we release it. <laughs> Very true. I would even... be awful. <laughs> Our podcast? Or no, no. Be... I mean, if somebody sent me this podcast and was like, I'm going to need you to translate this and then <laughs> dub it in Japanese, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I refuse for the good of Japanese yeah. people. So, Japan. like, can you think of, like, think of all, like, the ridiculous, like, pop culture references. The, oh, yeah. The, like, callbacks, all those songs. The what is it good for is randomly, the Spongebob references. Does yeah. Japan know about Spongebob? Japan does know who the Spongebob is. The Spongebob? Yeah, yeah. They are quite aware of Spongebob. What, is, is that how they say his name? Spongebob? Yep. Babu? Spongebob. Babu? Yep. Oh, Babu? Ah, Babu? Ah, Babu? Babu? Ah, baby sounds. Yeah. Speaking of baby sounds... Uh, we are a podcast. Not sure people will get that reference. No, okay. So this was actually my question actually a little bit earlier ago. Because you brought up how D&D is being introduced in Japan. How well do you think that will actually do? So there's sort of like a cult follow. I don't know if cult following is the right word. But um, D&D's kind of like a cult, I'd say so. For sure, for sure. Um, you definitely kind of embody somebody who you are not. Yes. Um, and then disappoint your family. And then you all sit around a big table, yes, praising a god and sacrificing dragons. True, true. Lots of blood being spilled in character and out of character, yep. and snacks. 
And snacks. And snacks. No cult gathering is really complete without some snacks. Yep. And without some Kool Aid. Plenty of mental uh, development. Plental mental. Plental mental. That's not what you said, but I just wanted to say. <laughs> I don't know. That's a fun word to say. Plental mental. No, but yeah. Lentil? So. Oh, plental mental lentil. Ah. Okay. Okay. We rhyming. Yeah. Fennel. Spain. <laughs> That's a callback, sir. <laughs> We're not allowed to make references Cut to that. It. So to answer your question, uh, there is like a sort of tabletop scene in Japan, mm. but it's it's really not nearly as big as D&D has seen it like success for in the West because yes. like it, it, there's sort of like a recent wave of creators that have paved the way for D&D. For sure, for sure. Um, there's a lot of big podcasts out there, Critical yeah. Role, all the... <laughs> Dimension 20 stuff. The big boys out there. The big boys. Also, shout outs to the new season of Dimension 20. That shit is really fucking good. The horror one? Yep. Is it very spooky or is it just like comically no, spooky? No, it's still, I mean, if you're if you're expecting like it to have a sudden tonal shift because it's like a horror theme. Yes. Then that's not the case. Like, okay, you know, yeah. they're still making jokes. The characters are still kind of bright and they're, you know, there's these random role play moments. Nice, um, nice. But there's just sort of like, instead of there being like a backdrop of like, uh, sort of intense mystery or drama like in the other um seasons it's yes. more like kind of like a an intense sort of horror sort of like driving narrative mm. um would you say it's like a monster of the week kind of thing or what kind of style no of it's like a it's just like a really twisted sort of like brothers grim fairy tale uh, okay, kind okay. of style so like the encounters and the npcs and sort of the world building is just very grim and and sort of ruthless in a way but like the characters themselves are like fairy tale characters. They're just like kind of like weird spins on them. Gotcha. So would you say like these kind of uh, podcasts or shows don't really exist in Japan right now? I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, what a crazy tangent. Um, <laughs> don't worry, I brought it back. You, you should have stopped me earlier. But uh, um, I was looking for a way to circle back properly, right, make it right, smooth, right. and then you're like, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> I'm gonna call out I this would, tangent. I would like to talk about my love for Brennan Lee Mulligan. Yes. Um. No. Yeah. So there. Like. So if you kind of consider like most. People who played video games knew what D&D was. Yes. In America, like, kind of before Stranger Things and all of that shit. Brought yeah, it Dexter's to Laboratory. What? That's what, That's how I learned about D&D. Really? We went on this podcast before about this, how the first time I learned about D&D was through an episode of Dexter's Laboratory, where Dexter's friends were playing D&D, and then Dee joins in and just fucks everything uh, up. I remember that now, yeah. But I, then I realized Dee Dee is actually the D- better D. D, here are two Ds in her name. Yeah, so she's so the... She is the embodiment of D&D. Yeah, she's the better DM compared to Dexter because hmm. she makes it more fun for everybody. Wow. And gives people things that are fun to play with. Anyways, not important. So, yeah, um, this point that I've been trying to make that the listeners are just fully <laughs> disengaged with at this point um, is that, like, kind of like how gamers in the US knew what D&D is because, like, it's adjacent to video games. It's kind of the same thing in Japan where, like, most gamers or what you know like nerds i guess in japan know like what call of cthulhu is yes and they know about these sort of like table rpg systems yes but it's i don't think it's super commonly played okay it's as niche as D was for us like when we were in high school where like if you said you play D, people would look at you weird You'd and be like, be like what is that those are two d's and an n y'all talking about devil worship mm. huh satanic panic y'all trying to summon some demons mm, trying to bring back the dead you should bring back some jesus well jesus technically also came back from the dead. okay wait is he a D character huh well let's pull up the monster manual let's see <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
Uh, but yeah. Here's what I found for Jesus. But D&D in Japan is pretty niche, is essentially what you're saying. And Did, uh, I don't think people know really what Dungeons and Dragons is, okay. but they are familiar with uh, Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. and I, I don't know, know why. Yeah, I mean, like, you live there, but I, I, like obviously you're not like... I mean, I wasn't in those circles. Yeah, exactly. But from what I see, like, online, mm, I don't think people even really, like, there's not even a sort of notion that when you're, if you want to play, like, an analog kind of game, you would not be immediately going for Dungeons & Dragons. Like, yeah. that's not their basis, their baseline. Okay. But people definitely know about it, right? Because, like, there's, like, a lot yeah. of animes and yeah. games, like, Goblin Slayer and all that, like, reference D&D constantly with how it's set up. And yeah, built. right, but that's kind of more, because, like, that would kind of be, like, saying like oh because there's like this animator who references western movies therefore like pulp fiction is in the zeitgeist of you know like japanese pop culture and that's like not really the case okay okay um but yeah i don't do, know do Who's you think thought? like culturally like japanese people would enjoy like this dnd kind of ttrpg setup where it's like oh i, I know i absolutely think that dnd is gonna pop off in japan okay like okay. no doubt no doubt um just because like i mean they, they can just kind of like that market is just wide open so yeah. i mean like anybody with enough money could brute force their way in there they just you know have to hire like some uh you know like funny media personalities that are good at improv and then like play D D, and then everybody will latch onto it immediately like uh, it's okay. wide open okay gotcha gotcha so there you go ideas for you if you guys want to get in that japanese market early for D. yeah there you go japan yeah sounds like we got to get our podcast transcribed <laughs> yeah, like, i don't envy whoever is gonna have to do that all right so that's enough talk about japan and their dnd yeah it's gonna have nothing to do with the topic of today's podcast or which is going to be music very right. nice oh, very nice bap, 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 bap. what is... okay no we're not <laughs> we played that up too much we are we need some new songs to work with for our podcast okay um not just for music for the podcast because i don't do that let's be honest what is the topic you brought this up to me so you explain this what do you mean you explain music to me okay so uh a long long time ago there was this guy galaxy far away are you referencing the weird al yankovic parody of american pie yes instead of just referencing american pie yes no but that's not how the song starts yeah you're right okay Okay. yes that that tracks that tracks yeah yeah so there was a guy named beethoven and he invented music Um, (laughs) what yeah so i think he was that even good for yeah he was blind he was like this blind guy um but he had like super hearing he was kind of like um i thought he was deaf what's a superhero oh like daredevil yeah, Daredevil right. has super hearing. Right, right, right. And he's kind of like patronizing to actual blind people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like that, um, except more patronizing. Okay. Is that what you learned from watching Daredevil? Yes, yes, yes. No, yeah. Well, I mean, there's this whole origin story about how he's Beethoven. Wait, Daredevil's Beethoven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Read the wiki. Oh, jeez. Okay. Read the wiki. I have to read the wiki. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I didn't know Beethoven was alive that long. I don't think... is. Wait, who's who's the composer that went deaf? Is that... Beethoven? I'm pretty sure that's Beethoven, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... so he wasn't even blind. Okay. Good. Good so that's enough. what music is, yeah. Alright, music is not so blind. So if you want to learn what music is, just sort of like read some Marvel comics. M- music is deaf, not blind. Music is, yes. Just the opposite like, of justice. Just like uh, race. Race. Race is deaf and Oh, wait, blind. no, no. Okay, saying race is not blind means that we are judging people by their looks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, huh. what are you talking about? Okay, huh. You know what that really was? It was tone deaf. This podcast is tone deaf. <laughs> oh, this podcast is 100% tone deaf. <laughs> okay, anyways. So I brought up... So my my kind of idea for this episode was like, we talk about music a lot and we sing a lot, but probably when we really shouldn't. Yes. Because it um, doesn't pick up great on the audio, to be honest. 
<laughs> and we're not great singers. What do you well, mean? What's what's bad about what is okay? So, um, yeah, my idea was kind of just like let's kind of talk about uh like what music we like, and then what actually got me thinking about this was like I was thinking about how there isn't really a lot of like games or sort of like fantasy that integrates music in like an extremely sort of like fundamental way to the world building. My friend was telling me about this one kind of prolific fantasy series that I totally forget the name of that is like kind of like this, but like I was thinking it would be kind of cool to maybe design something that's like instruments and sort of like musical theory is super integral to okay like the sort of world at large. Okay. I mean, just an idea. That's what inspired me of this. But really what we're going to do is we're just kind of going to like talk about music in our lives okay. and then see where that leads us. Okay, so we're not just going to reference the Black Parade and use that as a baseline for our story development. Oh, I mean, I'm open. You're open to I'm it? I'm open. I'm yeah. open. I mean, it's brought up quite often in like the D&D like joke meme community. Is it? Yeah, where people are like, oh yeah, I made a character and he was a young boy and his father oh, took him to. Oh, sure. And then he's like, that's his origin story. And they're like... And then, like, when they start playing the game, someone just hits that, like, heavy G note, and like, oh my god! I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Dungeon and Daddies recently did that for one of their arcs. Okay. Yeah. One of the characters is, like, this fake, I don't want to say, like, fake, but, like, an emo punk girl. Oh. And her story, like, where she's meeting with her stepfather is that they're going into the city, and there's, like, a marching (laughs) band. Okay. And that's how it opens. It's like, okay, cool. And it's really well done. Great. You got me. I got you. I'm got. Uh, you got. Okay. I'm but, so got. I mean, you're the more musical one of us, so hit me with some music that you've been listening to. Um, Man, I actually haven't been listening to music actively much because... Well, shit, I... this prompt's about to go out the window, sir. <laughs> right. Well, I mean... Time to do Japanese d and I, I say that because I used to be, like, so fucking plugged in, and by that I mean, like, Throughout high school, I literally, like, had headphones in my ears, like, in class. Okay, not physically jacked in. Into the digital world, you mean. Yeah, yeah, this is a great callback. (laughs) And you know I'm going to talk about masturbating when you say that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Which I also did in high school, so it tracks. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Not to porn, though, just just to do it. Yeah, just openly in school. I was suspended several times. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Suspended in the air. No, that's not really a sexual Suspended thing. Suspended in the air? Yeah. No, maybe, I thought maybe there was some kind of like Cirque du Soleil, but uh, nah. Kind of works. I, I I can see it mentally. Maybe the audience can. You can let us know. You can tweet us. Great, yeah. time. Waiting for fan art of me Suspended levitating and no. Jacket? Don't send me that. Actually, I think that, I don't know. I don't want to get arrested. Oh, yeah. That'd be bad. Yeah. Because it's me in high school, so it's technically like Underage. child pornography. Yeah, yeah. don't, yeah. No, okay. that's not good. What kind of music were you listening to in high school? A ton of like indie rock. So I kind of went from listening to a lot of punk in elementary school ah, to yes. to moving on to stuff like The Strokes, um, Death Cat for Cutie, you know, some stuff in that vein. Granddaddy. A lot of death related, just strokes and death cabs. And... Stroking and death. This is the two things I thought about in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stroking and <laughs> killing myself. Specifically in a cab with a bunch of cuties. <laughs> yeah, with cuties. Yeah, because you are a cutie. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You that... deserve to be in that cab. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, on the way to my death. <laughs> <laughs> From a stroke. From a stroke. Yeah, okay. okay. Oh, what a way to go. Okay. Interesting uh, musical choice. So prior to that, you listen to a lot of punk, because that's usually like the genre I mainly listen to. Because I've never grown out of that phase. I've always been a punk kid at heart. Yeah, I think I... Yeah, I think I definitely just stopped 
listening to punk once I started like listening to my own music because I oh the ones I, you made no no uh let's yeah I don't know just to stroke yourself don't yeah just stroke me more <laughs> no like because I used to just like inherit my brother's music yeah. like I it's actually I remember the reason I know the lyrics to "Fuck the Police" and "Straight Outta Compton" by N.W.A. is because I found those two songs on the family computer, <laughs> and I was like, "Haha, that's funny that there's gangster rap on this computer. I'm gonna listen to it ironically." Yeah. And then I just would like listen to. I listened to "Straight Outta Compton," "Fuck the Police," and then like "Through the Fire and the Flames" and "Crazy Train" by <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, and it was what? like it was this very strange assortment. But I just, like, know those songs very well. All while grinding for hours on World of Warcraft. Yeah, like, literally, that's it. Wild. Okay. You know, speaking of music and World of Warcraft, do you ever run into that thing where you're playing a game and then you're like, oh, I remember when I was listening to this album in this zone. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. For sure. Actually, the way I associate it specifically is I remember the episodes of Chowder and Flapjack oh, from funny. Cartoon Network that were on in the background as I was playing. That's funny. Um, specifically, when we like used to play like Warcraft 3 Battle.net all the time, Sure, I'll remember like certain like Winter Malls or like Footman Frenzies, oh. and then I'll remember the Chowder episode where he, she's like, Pepper Spray? I'm a Pepper Spray salesman! Ah! And then they scream when they spray it. That's a very weird <laughs> oh, reference. I'm sorry. That Wait, what is the sense. joke there? So the joke is that uh, the main character, Mung Doll and Chowder, are trying to deliver a roast, uh, which is a dish to a client. Sure that they had catered and they got lost and accidentally jumped into a lady's car and she gets he, she starts spraying him with pepper spray and they're like where do you get all this pepper spray it's like i'm a pepper spray saleswoman ah uh, okay yeah. probably funnier like visually yes please watch yeah okay. it's actually a really good show i okay, love that great. no i mean that's why i like it wasn't like i sort of like explained the bit and make yourself look like a fucking idiot it was no, like no no it's make the, yourself look like a fucking idiot so it's funny I, well i was like I, tr- like, there's a lot of very funny, like, pun-related visual humor in Chatter, so I figured, like, it- so it's good. probably gonna be funny if you explain it, but this is one of the rare moments where it's like, no, it was, like, purely a visual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's too hard to explain. Just imagine people getting pepper sprayed constantly. Sure, and that's not super funny to me, but, um, <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I can see the angle. Okay, fair. All right, um, but, I mean, music-wise, for me, when I was growing up, yeah, a lot of Yeah, on me. Yeah, a lot of punk, punk rock. great. Yeah, Blink-182. Yeah, Blink-182. Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory, all right. Still listen to Newfound Glory. It's so good. Love it, love it. I'm thinking about, uh, what is it, Hawthorne Heights? I think that's the name of the band. Yeah, okay, so... Weezer. Yeah, I think I I, I definitely, like, missed the pop-punk wave. Like, I, it, it kind of ended for me at Blink-182 and, like, Sum 41. Oh, yeah, Sum 41. And those bands. Avril Lavigne. Which are, like, still kind of pop-punk. Paramore, punk. yeah. Yeah, like, I, that was, I, like, missed that. Like, it was, like, Avril Lavigne, oh, that's music my sister listens to. And then I just, I just didn't listen to it. Can't listen to it. My sister listens to it. Right. I only listen to what's on my computer and it's exactly, gangster rap. Exactly. If it's not on my fucking Windows Media Player <laughs> library, then get that shit out of here. I ain't gonna use no LimeWire or Napster. Oh, I absolutely use LimeWire. Okay, there you go. I used to always listen to these, like, prank calls on like that people would download oh yeah the one about your daughter kicking my dog yeah yeah that one that was a very popular one back in the day it's funny to think back and think about how like limewire was basically sort of like an outlaws youtube yeah back in the day where it's like oh here's a funny like video that i'm gonna share on this piracy site because i want people to watch it also 50 percent of the songs you search for turns out to be porn really who knew 
Really? Yeah. Okay. I think I remember LimeWare might be like the first time that I discovered that porn even existed. Oh, really? And like not even because I downloaded something and found it. It was like I searched for something and then like the, oh, yeah. the, the words were just vague enough that like it brought up a porn result. And I was yes. like, oh, that's clearly something sexual. But I was like 10. Mm. So I like didn't really register for me. I was just like, oh, that's bad. Yes. Yeah. And then I. um. Then you, know, you realized it was great. And then I confessed to my the father and. Uh, I whipped myself in in repentance, and then they levitated you or suspended you in the air, right? And then I think the last time we referenced this, it was like something about child pornography. Yeah, so, so we're not gonna go on. back to that. Never mind. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah, probably also a lot of it online were out of the day. True, the day. true, true. Oh man, no, yeah, that's depressing to think about. It probably existed. Absolutely. Okay, but back to the music prompt that we're working on. <laughs> right. Huh? So, how are we spinning this into like D anD D, or did you want to do a little bit more deep dive into some ideas about? Um. Let's mind meld because there is something that I immediately think of when you say, what is the intersection between fantasy and music? All right, so on three, ready? Okay, so the two After words- three. Okay, yeah, yeah. so the two words are fantasy and music, and we got to find the middle word. Yeah, and there's there's one thing that immediately pops into my head. So let's see, let's see if we're melded. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four. Rave World. Okay. What? You remember Rave World? Rave World? Yeah. That anime? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so old. I don't even know anything about the show, but I just remember like watching the opening on Toonami, and then they show a map, and then the map is just like Techno Town and like Reggaeville, and I was just like, <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, that is a fucking dope idea for a world, where it's just like genres of music, and I'm sure like there was a whole bunch of just like people fighting with weapons that are also instruments and shit. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. What is Rave World about? It's well, it's made by the guy who made Fairy Tale. Really? Yeah. So the and it of... just doesn't have anything to do with music. I don't remember the series because I also watched on Toonami, but no, I don't remember anything to do with music. I just know it really... really. I just remember the character had a sword where he slot an item in and it changed the, and it didn't change into anything music adjacent. That's a heavily should... missed opportunity. Should we look it up? Yeah, yeah. All Let's right. go for it. All right, I'm going to look up Rave World really quickly. This is a new corner where it's just we read Wikipedia articles. If you have a Wikipedia article you'd like dictated to you on this podcast, um, subscribe to us or something. I forget the bit. All right, just a purely fabricated memory, I guess. Wait, wait, show me a screenshot from the show. Because the thing about the guy with the sword does sound familiar. Is that it? Or do you think about it? There was a GameCube game? I guess so. Or you think about a different series? It, it might no, be that story. that might be it then. I mean, if it so it was on Toonami, right? That has to be it. I think I'm just completely fabricating memories. That's crazy. Maybe you just dreamed of it. Maybe that's the world you wanted to build, but didn't exist. Yeah, strange. Yeah, I just get Rave Master on Toonami. I mean, it's got to be it. That's got to be it. Wow, why? That's wild. Okay, so we've learned today that Daniel just fabricates his past history. Um, that's crazy i feel like i i remember so vividly like seeing a map and being like oh what a cool idea to have like a music world i mean we can still do that i think that as a setting is really dope I yeah really like it yeah okay game. cool so fuck rave master that's not what we're talking about i'm sure people love it but damn i'm really sad now <laughs> i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go home and probably not watch rave master because it's not about what i wanted it to about huh okay he's gonna go listen to some like gangster rap i'll just yeah fuck the police instead i guess fuck i guess the rave master i guess that's therapy for me now <laughs> i just listen to nwa 
Ah, uh, sad. But I like the idea of the world where it's like the musical theories are what builds the world and maybe is the basis of the magic system for how it works, right? Yeah. So something my I was talking to this about my friend. I was talking to my friend about this recently. Ah, little Freudian slips. Because he's studying music or, you know, he's played music for a long time. His family is very, like, musically inclined. He's a rave master. He he does go to raves and he is a master mm-hmm. in the bedroom. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> he knows how to do the kegel. Sometimes I, like, talk about someone on the podcast and then I make a joke and I'm like, oh, they're going to hear that. No, and they're then, not. And then I, yeah, that's true. And then I have to resume myself after stopping myself because I realize that they're not going to listen. Yep. Um, no, but he was telling me about how, like... There are very, like, recognizable sort of chords that certain cultures use musically. Okay. So, like, the reason that sort of, like, the, like, she plays guitar in an Irish band, like, that sort of, like, you know, like, that chord progression, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, like, Irish music. Yes. Or, like, Celtic music. Yes. It has that because the sort of instruments that they use, that was sort of, like, the default progression based on, like, you know, like, if you're on, like, a flute. Yes. And then you're, like, moving your fingers up and down the, the fingering holes. Yes. You can't say that without sounding sexual. <laughs> um, the sort of, like, natural, like, music you would play would, like, follow that chord based yeah, on, you know, yeah. like, what, what notes are available to you. So I think it would be kind of cool to, like, incorporate that somehow. I mean, I'm sure it would be much more, like, visual and thematic. Yes. In this sense, because, like, we don't know that much about music music culturally. Yep. But, like, sort of just having, like cultural music be the identity for like either the areas that you're visiting or you know like the people yeah for or... building the world in the setting i yeah. can see that i also really like the idea of how like being a musician is like a skill set that you grow and then like sure. as you develop it it's almost like kind of like being a wizard in a weird way no absolutely you're creating like these beautiful melodies that only you can read and it's written in a way that's like it's transcribed in this ancient text so it's like almost yeah. like being a wizard in a world the scene music. from uh dr strange 2 absolutely comes to mind Yes. Where they're composing the, kind of like spells. And then firing them back and forth. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a cool take. I don't know. There's there's another thing where it's like, you know, have you played Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, a little bit. Not a lot. So there's like, you, you when you, you, if you start as an archer, your subclass is like, is bard. Okay. And what that means in Final Fantasy XIV is you just like get harp bows, which I think is pretty badass. Um, So like... Maybe there's something to explore in terms of, like, every weapon is sort of, like, an instrument in some way. Mm. Like, you might have, like, drum hammers. Or I guess that's Hunting Horn from Monster Hunter. But, but we can just steal it. Stuff like that. I guess I'm going to tangent here for a second. Tangent away! Okay, this is Daniel's tangent corner. It's different from Daniel's rant corner, which is on the left and has a dark hole. Uh, yeah, that's more liberal. My, my, what is this corner? Tangent corner. My tangent corner. Yeah, that's where I really lean in hard on just, like, what, what do what do conservatives believe? Uh, just like people should be poor or something. I don't really know. <laughs> Specifically, people should just be poor. It's kind of funny because it's like, what do conservatives think? And then it's like kind of hard to think about what they're conservative things. Conservatives. True. They, True. They, they, they like conserving. They yeah. like conserving. Yeah, they like conserving things. So we have to conserve our thoughts. That's real. Yeah, that's at, where this tangent corner is. It's in, conserve. Infamous for wanting to conserve the environment. It's in sure a conservatorium. Oh, okay. Mm. Isn't that like where dead things are held? You know, that's a good question. Maybe that's where the death cab takes you. Who knows? <laughs> oh, perfect. I'm on my way to the conservatorium. At least I got cuties. Ooh. Um, no, okay. Those so tasty oranges. So I met this guy. I So in 2019, 2021, maybe. Okay. It's either, it was either a year before 2020 or it was a year before 2022. So it was either last year or three years ago. Yeah. I don't, that's a very roundabout way to say it was either these two years. Yeah. But um, And he I, doesn't know. 
So, like Rave Master. Exactly. I know this is all made up. Yes. I'm making it up. Classic. Um, so I used to play on a Final Fantasy Classic server, which is like the like 2006 era where the level cap was 75. And like, I remember I met this guy on there who we have like so much in common. And it was weird because the way I met him was like, I went on the Discord for the server and I was like, hey, anybody here playing in the JP or Australian time zone? Because like I was living in Japan at the time. Yes. And then uh, this guy uh, messaged me or like, you know, he was in the sort of Discord server and he was like, oh yeah, like I have this guild in the game. Um, like, you know, there's a few Japanese players and there's some like uh, non-Japanese players who speak Japanese. Yep. Um, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Like I just started the game. So like not really going to commit to a guild yet, but I'll let you know. But he was just like very a insistent. Will they, won't they? No, he, uh, yeah. But I, no, I was like, I'm not going to join a guild. That sounds like too much for me. And I don't want to like have to deal with that sort of like social obligation kind of thing but he was like so insistent and so i was like all right fuck it like invite me and then we'll see what happens and then like we ended up just becoming like best friends oh nice um and he's like super into music and so there's this thing we always talk about where like it's like we have this dream idea for like an mmo where all of the classes are like a specific role in like a symphony okay and so you might have a class that like plays the percussion but like it's like percussion based weapon and you have to kind of like play beats with so you're like you're literally making music but it's like with attacks and spells and buffs and stuff okay so it's like kind of like a beat saber as or like a rhythm game within an mmo exactly yeah it's like not translatable to D, but i like the idea it looks sounds very cool yeah i mean that's just yeah so th- I, that's like oh maybe it is maybe when you roll the dice you got to keep checking the table to see oh, if they get a high number dice check or what is that called lag check yeah we call it a lag, lag check, check yeah, yeah. but now it's a dice check or a beat check that there's there's something where you are doing some kind of like percussion rhythm thing in D D that maybe would work, maybe it would be terrible. But yeah, okay. But I mean that's where the sort of inspiration comes from. Tangent over. Tangent over. Okay. Honestly not a very helpful tangent, but it's cool. At least you have right. a friend that's like you. Yeah. I like that. Sure. Hopefully he's real. Uh not probably fabricated. <laughs> What's his name? Um Daniel? Like made up fake person, I think is what he said his name was. Okay. Yeah, I remember he showed me a map of his name, and it was, like, made-up fake person. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool that they made an anime about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, I mean, we have a setting that we like to work with. I like the idea of, like, a very music-focused fantasy world, because, like you said, there's a lot of depth for this. This is probably better for a DM that does have a musical background, which, to be fair, I do not at all. Yeah, yeah, let's, I mean, we let's take it away from music sort of theory slash sort of culturally representative music and i guess let's move it back towards stuff that we are more grounded in in terms of just like genres bands so fuck the police and punk rock okay all right cool so it's a uh, warring factions okay i don't know <laughs> I, so so i don't i like the idea of like warring factions of genres but like punk rock versus gangster rap is like too racially diametric yes and yeah, so let's not do that, but I like the idea of like a sort of Battle of the Bands style of like, this is the rock village and this is the sand village and just kidding, it's just Naruto now. <laughs> it's Naruto! <laughs> cool, okay. Uh, it could just be Naruto. Um, I think that's interesting. I do kind of love the idea of like the Naruto villages, except they all are sort of like a spin on music. Yeah, I mean, there was a sound village. True. That was Orochimaru. Didn't do anything with sound, really. Oh, is that Orochimaru? Yeah. But he was just like a snakes guy? Yeah. Okay, that doesn't really make sense. No, I mean, it starts with S. 
Snake? Oh, Sound? I'm sure the Japanese mangaka for that series was really honing in on that on that reference. Honestly, like it feels like they spent so much time developing like the difference between the Leaf Village and the Mist Village that they never thought about yeah. any other villages after that. Yeah, it kind of felt like he just gave up at a certain point and was just like, yeah, there's other villages, but this is just the main three. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's punk rock and rap. So is there anything from your sort of preference in music that speaks to you in terms of like what would happen if you turned this into like a faction or something speaks to me that was if we turned it into a faction or like one thing that kind of makes me wonder is like what sort of like what's the difference between like fans who like go to different concerts for different (laughs) bands you know that's a great question because i always like i've only been to punk rock concerts like two or three times right and it's usually pretty wild with like a mosh pit in the center yeah a lot of people crowd surfing and people with a lot of bo and sure sure i wasn't gonna be any concert i'm yeah. sure and then the security i feel so bad for the security guards because they have to constantly catch people crowd surfing and that's like they <sighs> actually have to be that's part of their job right okay yeah it's like oh yeah and then people are wearing like really like spiky gauntlets and stuff or oh bracelets. man so it gets like really dangerous you're like oh okay shit. okay but that does inspire some some D yeah vibes for me yeah, it could be a very wily group uh, versus a... Sp- some spiky boys. Some spiky boys, yeah, some spiky boys. Just very Mad max I guess. Yeah. I think maybe what we need to do is, like, ground the idea more in terms of, like, what we want to do with music. Yeah, what do we want to do with the music? Like, are we saying music is the magic of this world? Is that what we're going with? I think that's a good take. Okay. I think that's a good take. So what would that necessarily mean? I mean, music is pretty tied to like the emotions you feel with it so it's like maybe, i do like, like that emotion based magic because i do like that with punk rock it's usually them singing about like something that's like wrong them or sadness which i guess rap is ah, also yeah lyrics would be a good take as well because a lot of them is like oh like uh if we're thinking about like some of the bigger ones like at least for newfound glory a lot of it's like oh talk about romance like hold my hand sure, or sure. like dress to kill like i was dressed up to get not to kill you oh but, like, that's funny yeah or like uh i was better off dead or something like that and like it's all downhill from here those are like all like a lot of the titles from like newfound glory that like you can kind of tell it's like very based on the emotional state that they're so kind of being in yeah okay i mean yeah that's kind of how lyric writing works i assume yeah i assume i don't write shit so okay I don't know. let's see i'm wondering here a lot of this sounds very adjacent to just like how you would design a bard character Right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like, oh, I use lyrics to like cast magic. Because yeah. that's already kind of a thing that people will homebrew themselves. Or I mean, not homebrew, but it's just like, you know, when I cast Roll a spell, play, I, yeah. I, you know, do some kind of rhyme or something. Yeah. So let's, how do we want to sort of present this? Like, do you want to do just typical Forgotten Realms? And then maybe it's sort of like a bard centric plot? Yeah, it could be like a school of music. Maybe they're in like a college of hmm. arts. And it's like a battle of the bands kind of thing. Oh, okay. That does sound very fun. Yeah. Maybe both of the groups are trying to move up like one group. Maybe there's like two groups and maybe the individual party may have their own choices or they just hear about these two uh, groups, factions in the school, one focused on punk rock, one focused on rap. And they're both trying to ascend to like the Goblet of Fire or some shit. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Some kind of. Yeah, we could do like a just straight up like Harry Potter esque like this is the school cup for this thing. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. maybe they're just like different schools with different focuses. But then maybe the true answer at the end of the story is that when you bring them together, you get even cooler music, which is punk rap. Oh, rap rock. Yeah, and then the winner is Fort Minor. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, famously, <laughs> universally loved genre rap rock. 
It's the only one I know off the top of my head. I, isn't it, isn't rap, like, a lot of the sort of, like, founding bands for rap rock is like, uh, oh, man, what is it? Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Something, uh, not Papa Roach. Papa Roach is good, too, though. I do like me some scars. I mean, if I would probably put in that rank. Yeah. At least for me. It's like, Papa Roach feels that way. Fort Minor, Lincoln Park. I mean, sure, they're like. Oh yeah, obviously Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're categorized very differently. But for me, when I think of like yeah. my childhood and my modern day of what I listen to, it's like emo punk is what like pop punk is how I define that genre for myself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's the storyline that they're working with. Like, here's two groups. They have different magical styles. Maybe that's how, like, from a D and D's perspective, maybe you can still have wizards, you can still have sorcerers, but like the way they cast is all music based. And if we want to include a mechanic for beat checks, you can do that for your dice. Right. Man, I'm sure there's something to be had. Like, you have to, like, throw your dice in rhythm or something. Make sure the tables hit in rhythm or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or tables hit. The dice hit the table in rhythm. Yeah, I don't know. touch. Yeah. I don't know. It could be some fun musical aspects. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, like, school cup seems to be the direction. Like, a school competition. Yeah, so I guess it would be bard colleges. I do like that idea. I think that's something that I haven't really seen explored before, is kind of, like, literally what happens at a bard college. Yeah, like, what what, what do bards do at a college? Because, like, the classic D&D trope is, like, bards are just, like, sex fiend nymphomaniac right, kind of things. Right, right. Which, you know, they're also musicians that tell stories and write yeah. rhymes and categorize, like, tales to go on to the future it's also like one of the only things that is like in a, it's it's the only sort of like place of learning that is established in Dungeons and dragons right because it's like it's pretty much the only place where like you go to study a profession as a class as opposed to just like you were a soldier or like you were or i mean oh wizards have have i mean i don't know how well. the forgotten realms specifically classify it but like yeah. in the class base it's like oh you go to the college of lore is right like the right. direction you take like, yeah okay. like there's there's sort of like a centralized like oh okay this is where they study this kind of like i always wonder formative magic do you think college has like a different meaning is that like why it's called college of lore or college of whispers and stuff i assume it's because it's like just a collection of people who are studying that uh, okay. I don't know, though. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know the definition of college. All right, but we... <laughs> <laughs> like, it could just be something totally historically different. Yeah, very true. Okay, so we'll say that they're in a college, you know, classic. Yeah. Maybe, like, a very modern-day ASU college, because that's where we went. That would be a fun way to just kind of be like, yeah, it's it's just, like, college experience, you're with your boys. Yeah. Y'all, like, cool music guys, and maybe you're, like, top of the class, or maybe you're not. Maybe it's, like, a very, like, clicky-based groups, and you're all trying to win the the coveted cup with your particular music style right. and take it to the top. But what's what's going on? What's the problem here? Because obviously we can do a competition where they just battle a bunch of other like musical genres and their yeah. stylistic choices and you thematically change them. But I think as a adventure, you could probably inject some kind of mystery because now it's a school, right? So something's right, got to right, go right. wrong. There like, is, I think there's like a cool way to use the setting because it's a school. So I don't know if it... If it is going to be like, oh, it's a it's a battle of the bands, basically, or mm-hmm. like, you know, however you want to flavor that, um, there might be this sense of like, uh, you know, winning favor from students. You have to like go around to different, I don't know, like clubs yeah. or different classes, I guess. You wouldn't really do that at a college. Or you can do the whole aspect of like the different musical cultures and maybe you're trying to collect like different 
inspirations. Oh, that's that what sounds cool. Give. Yeah. They give you inspiration, and if you connect enough inspiration by the end of the adventure, you can have a higher chance to roll higher for the winning of the cup, because you've gotten yep. inspiration from different musical genres. Okay, I do love that a lot. Okay. So it could be something like, there are, like, trials you have to go through, mm-hmm. and then, like, you kind of get to choose... I mean, for the players, it's kind of basically just flavor, but it's like you get to choose what sort of music you want to kind of like try and, I don't know, like get the spirit of or, you know, like yeah, what emerge or like right, take get that inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think inspiration is the key word here. Because right. That is what bards use. That's yeah. what they give out. So in a way, like instead of making it like, oh, I know you're hesitant about having like rap versus punk. So instead, it's like right, you can right. go to these different genres like rap and punk to pull inspiration yeah. to go and win that coveted cup. So maybe when they go into the rap, area like for them to give you the inspiration dice like yeah you can do a combat encounter but maybe it's like a rap battle and then you have to design rhymes right 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 yeah and hit those sick licks i don't know what those terms are i think that's in rap yeah people do licks in rap okay people lick people in rap okay cool yeah but what kind of like special like encounter maybe are they dealing with in maybe like the rap or the punk college or the classical college or I don't know whether those forms of music is techno rave, I guess. Yeah, so so I'm wondering, like, would this be... I'm kind of... My take on this is, like, you meet some kind of, like, spirit of the genre. Okay. And so it's like, oh, if you are pursuing, like, you want to go down the sort of, like, rock college. Who's the spirit of rock? Um, Probably... Man, I don't know enough. Maybe like Ozzy Osbourne, okay. sort of like classic rock. But this is where we're kind of just like, I mean, what do you, yeah. I mean, if I like DMing for anyone at home, pick the person that you like or your group likes. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. He's the spirit of rock or it could be the rock himself. I don't know. He has nothing uh, to do with the music. Okay, okay. But Dwayne fun, the Rock Johnson. Fun wrench, yeah, <laughs> a wrench to throw in the system. <laughs> it's just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson just spawns as a ghost. I don't know why I'm here, but. I'm the rock. Right, I guess let's fight or, or do some jamming. Yeah, you guys got to go through a cooking competition. I got to be able to smell it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. So, so I guess we would it would be kind of just like, yeah, I I like the idea that it's like you are just doing a bunch of like weird Harry Potter style trials, and it's not necessarily combat. Yeah, I'm sure you can sprinkle some in. For sure, for sure. I mean, you can definitely have combat where, like, oh, you go to the punk group, and they're in a mosh pit. You gotta fight your way through the mosh pit. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, or it could be, like, a constitution save, where it's, like, you're trying to, like, survive the mosh pit the longest. Right, right, um, right. It could also be, like, I, I'm, like, because I, that's the one I'm most experienced with, like, maybe at the crowd surfing. I see. And part of the crowd surfing competition is, like, you have to, like, do a lot of, like, acrobatic checks to make it to the front or use your abilities to get to the front and jump on stage with like the punk rockers right and right, dodge right. the security guards that are going to come try to tackle you okay it sounds like there is a lot that you can work with to just kind of have like a crowd surfing encounter yes <laughs> so do you want to build out like okay so say you are you're like okay let's find the inspiration from the sort of like spirit of punk rock yeah and so you go in there Who who is your all father of punk rock all father, it's got to be like Blink One Eighty Two, right? For me. Yep. Yeah. It's Who's one be... of those people? Uh, Troy Tom, Baker, Tom... the drummer. Is that Travis Barker? Oh, Travis Barker, right? Thank you. Who's Troy Baker? What is his name? Tom Morello, is that Blink One Eighty Two? Uh, something like that. He's the lead singer of Blink One Eighty Two. Just Blink One Eighty Two. It's one eight and two. Okay, the whole we got it. Okay. <laughs> oh, the trio. <laughs> the trio. That's pretty good. And they're all Blink Hounds. <laughs> yeah. Are oh. they called Phase Hounds or something? Yeah, maybe they're all. Bl- they all have Blink. That's their ability. Yeah. Okay. 
They blink 182 degrees, specifically. <laughs> blink around? Yeah, like they literally blink they to the opposite around. side, yeah. but two oh, degrees okay. to the right. Yeah, okay. Really? Yeah, that works. That, that works. works. Yeah. Did you know they actually uh, reunited for a concert? They're going to do like a tour. Pretty wild. Yeah, I heard they were getting back together. Getting the boys. The boys are back are together. Back in town. So what you were saying about, I'm, I'm very clearly imagining like, so this is probably going to be like a, it's like, okay, you got to out crowd surf us. Yes. And so there's beyond just like, okay, roll some kind of saving throw to like stay surfing. There's probably going to be like, I'm imagining it's kind of like a pseudo combat encounter. Yes. Where you aren't actively attacking each other, but you're using actions to like throw them off in creative ways. Add uh, weight to people so they like drop them because they're too heavy. Right. Or I mean like, yeah. Or just like, you know, uh, some kind of like weird. What do you call that thing where like you stand on somebody's shoulders in the pool and then you try to fight each other? Oh my God. What is that called? Could be something like that. I don't remember the name of that game. Yeah, but I know what you're talking whatever. about. Yeah. I mean, everybody kind of knows the concept. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like you can like run interference, yes. or um, there's probably going to be like some weird sort of like layer action hazards, like people with spiky bracelets on. Yeah, um, spiky hair. People who sp- oh, spiky hair would be really funny. <laughs> uh, you get you get assaulted by pungent body odor. Yes. Um, Beers flying everywhere. Maybe security guard tries to grab you down. Yeah, security guard trying to take you down. That's pretty good. People drop, suddenly dropping you because they're like, we don't want to deal with this. We don't do crowd surfing. Right, right. It's like a common oh, yeah, problem. Yeah. Just like the, the, the like dad who's there for some reason. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't come here for this. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're about to serve into a group of dads who don't want to deal with this. That's like, perfect. That's they're just perfect. here with their like, young teens. They're like, ah... I mean, like, the music's fine, it's a bit loud, but, like, what's going on? Why is there this big guy kind of rolling towards me in a Goliath? It's like, okay, cool. Okay, okay, I here's the core mechanic for this. You need to win the favor of the crowd, like, the section of the crowd that you're going to surf into. So you, you prepare just, like, maybe, like, four quadrants of it. Yes. And then, like, the main crowd of those four quadrants, one might be, like, the group of dance who, like, aren't super into it, so you need to, like, mm. win their favor with some kind of persuasion or something to like get them to keep carrying you. Um, one of them is probably going to be like the mosh pit. Oh, the mosh pit area. The it's yeah. probably dead center. Right. That's oh yeah, yeah. Perfect. Is, oh, yeah. so you want to try like avoid the mosh pit or maybe yeah, like yeah. guide the enemy team. But the mosh, mosh pit? pit also gives you like more speed, although more treacherous. Ah, okay. Because it's like, like it's that. like you can start running through the pit. Right, right, right. Because like everyone's just like because the mosh moves in like a circular motion, so like they're yes. all running really fast. Yes, 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 yes. So okay, so this this should be maybe not who can stay on the longest, but who can get to the other side of like the yeah, venue the fastest for sure for the crowd surfing option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this so, is this is this is a pretty good encounter. Yeah. So we have a bunch of like environmental hazards. There could be battles. Like you're trying to like out surf people. Like yeah, you could make it a combat encounter, right? There's no reason you can't. Right. You can literally just start slinging attacks at each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like kind of like a road rash kind of. Death race kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And that seems really fun. And you can implement chase mechanics from D&D if you want. There's a ton of options there. Um, but the main thing, there's ideas for your hazards. And then when you get to the end, the spirit of Blink-182 right. blesses you with the inspiration of, you know, punk rock, which is whatever that would look like. Yeah. What? So what? what is ultimately, you're, you're probably collecting these things for, maybe it's like you have to p- perform something for your final... Oh, maybe you're collecting instruments for your final? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Collecting something, right? It can yeah. kind of really be anything. It, it very much feels like a Legend of Zelda. Collect all these instruments to take uh, to the final boss. Oh, man. And like open the door. Like the eight sort of like musical sages. Yes, exactly. I kind of love that. Yeah. I kind of love that. It, it feels like a longer campaign if you have eight musical sages, but three at least would yeah, be Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. 
So so let's I guess we'll just kind of run through three whatever genre encounters. Okay. And feel feel out if that's cool. Yeah. But ultimately the story is gonna be Well actually no. Let's put a hold on that. I kinda wanna explore like how to kind of utilize like other role playing opportunities in like a university setting. Okay. So we're gonna say that uh the ultimate goal for this is to you and your boys are I guess I guess it's a final yeah, a college final or like maybe your dissertation. Yeah, okay, cuz I kind of like the idea that so as a DM if you're like, "Hey, this is going to be like a, you know, funny little one-shot where you and your boys are in college and you're trying to get, you yeah, know, you're in the you're, school of rock. You're about to graduate, yeah, school of rock. Yeah, with a uh, what's his face? Uh Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black yeah. needs to be Oh, for sure. the patron of rock. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Jack Black is the patron of rock. I um, dig it. And it I it's kind of fun because you don't have to be like, "Oh, all of your bards you can be like, you can make any class you want, but just kind of like spin it so that he's like a music major or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of love that. That's how you incorporate the idea of like music weapon dudes. Yeah, music weapons dudes. Yeah, yeah. like instead of an axe, it's a giant guitar because it's an axe, yep. right? And you, sh- you shred people. Yeah, you shred people. Maybe you have the bow harp from Final Fantasy, yep. which is pretty Gotta dope. have that. Uh, really want my like drummer barbarian. Oh, God. Who just dual wields drumsticks. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Love that. Yeah, and then he just, like, magically, like, brings up drum sets to use. Yes, yes, yes. There's, I mean, I think, like, there's got to be some kind of barbarian subclass that does that. Oh, Some kind sure. of, like, totem, whatever that one subclass is. Oh, yeah, or a, gar- a spectral guardians or something like right, that. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Summon the fathers of rock. Yep, so we got some, <laughs> I like that. Okay, so we got some ideas on, like, why they're there and everything. We got one of the encounters. Like, what other musical genres would you like to tackle and, like, spin into, like, maybe an encounter? Because we did kind of did rap. I don't know if you want to touch on that more. We do rap. Or do you want to do something else that you're more listening to recently? Uh, I think it it would be much more timely to kind of do, like, EDM or something. Oh, yeah. So kind of have, like, though, okay, let's see here. Because we have, like, a crowd surfing encounter. Mm -hmm. So. What about a K-pop encounter? Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. But how do we spin that? I like. I'm wondering if there's a way that you can make an encounter that isn't just like explicitly a concert. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they always talk about how rigorous the training is to become a K-pop star. Maybe right? it's like, oh, you have to go through like a dance uh, re- uh, presentation along with like singing and also like the ability oh. to attract people with your persona. Maybe so like, who can withstand the training the best? Withstand the training while also building the largest audience. Okay, so here's my take. So when I think of K-pop. I don't know too much about it, so don't fucking at me. Okay. I don't even have a Twitter. Don't at me. <laughs> you can um, at me at one shot at a time. <laughs> don't proverbially at me. <laughs> um, so the one thing that people kind of always bring up about K-pop is, like, how rabid the fans are. Yes. To, like, they don't just love the person they support. They actively attack people <laughs> who like people that they don't support. Sounds like the internet, yep. So I kind of like the idea that, like, you need to, like win a forum thread or something oh my god like you need to like out flame some people for oh, your geez. for your patrons patron saint of of k-pop oh my god maybe that's it like you if you can out flame someone then the spirit appears before you which will be uh i don't actually know that much about k-pop but like maybe twice yeah why you if you want to just have a single person oh bts maybe yeah it could be jimin just shows up in front of famous famous uh friends of the podcast bts (laughs) yep totally down to just when they guessed it on our richard fanfic oh yeah (laughs) yeah no that was big bang 
that was Big Bang. That was Big Bang. That was Big Bang. My bad. My bad. My bad. That was my Big Bad. (laughs) There's that one famous like uh, producer for the BTS and Twice group. That's forgot their name, but whatever. That that could be one of them. But oh, I thought you were gonna say like he did something with D and D, and I was like, what? This is the first time I've heard this. No, 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 no. He's just known for like producing a lot of the big artists. So yeah, Um, pick your favorite BTS, Twice. Blackpink, Red Velvet, yeah, one IU. Of them. Yep. Um, those are I'm, a lot of them. Yeah, those are all the ones that my friend Josh tells me about. Right. Yep. Shout outs to him. Shout outs to Josh. Um, Maybe we should just make it IU just to appease him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just do IU and then it's just like, you gotta help Flint. Because, oh my god, I remember I remember IU was on like one of the Soju brands as like ambassador. Okay. And then they took her off and I remember the internet going nuts about oh, it. Oh, why? What happened? Um, I love just, this. They just changed so her. They just changed her to someone else, and they're like, "How could you replace my my soju with the, <laughs> with a different idol? How dare you?" So it wasn't. It was just like her contract ended. Yeah, pretty it much. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. like, "No, I use soju now." Yeah, I use this soju. Brand. I cannot dissociate her with alcohol. Okay, <laughs> bring her back. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to outflame a Twitter board, and it's just like. What is the harshest way you can, like, bring people down? I'm... Yes, no, no, I... Okay, so this sounds so funny because, like, the mechanics of this is basically, like, okay, the the sort of, like, thread has a health pool, basically. Yes. And you need to, like, damage it with your posts enough. Mm-hmm. And so you're basically, like, making an attack roll, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and then, like, based on how hard you flame them yes then you can like roll with disadvantage or roll with advantage roll or with disadvantage, disadvantage yeah. um like get some kind of attack bonus mm-hmm. um yeah there's a lot of ways you can bake fun mechanics into just being a shitter <laughs> being an absolute shit lord oh my god i love that though it's it's like a fun because it's like oh here's the k-pop school and then when you walk right. in it's like oh here's a computer <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah it, it would be really funny if it was just like yes i am the patron patron saint of of K-pop, and I beseech you, I need your assistance. Someone is trying to assert <laughs> my position as top number one idol. Or I something. must preserve my clout. <laughs> I love it. Okay, because you'll see, like you'll like the K-pop area will have like all this training and dancing, all these lights, and then you walk in, it's like this right. is your competition. This it's... is where the real battlefield is. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh shit! It's Twitter. Oh my god! I love it. I love it. Okay. So we got K-pop, and I love the idea of just like how sick of a burn the players can deal right. will give them advantage or disadvantage hopefully it doesn't like get problematic but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. depending on your table it should be a good time yeah i mean you read your table you see you, you see them as very right. problematic well i mean what's great fans. about this system is if someone says something that's just like fucked up you can be like nah i'm gonna give you disadvantage for that and then they're they'll like have to try and come up yeah. with like more sane yeah. things to say it has to be sane and good and hilariously good versus right. just bad and mean versus just being an asshole yeah, yeah. Because you could lose clout for that, too. Like, let's be honest. Like, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, your Absolutely. fans are so toxic. If you look too crazy, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's real. It's it's legitimately it's real. It's real. It's real. It's very real. K-pop's real. Twitter is a battlefield. It is. Yeah. A K-pop battlefield. Okay. Great. Did you want to leave rap as the last one, or did you want to do anything else? Or is there some specific genre that you personally want to play with? What else do we have? Because I think the, the K-pop example is so perfect, because there is, like, this very interesting angle you can take on it and it's one dichotomy from like pop punk it's like directly it's like oh yeah pop right. punk now k-pop i i kind of like the idea of like um having like a classical music school where they're just like very sort of like pompous like old boomers who just okay. like hate all the types of music okay i don't know if that's like i'm sure people who like do like classical music still are just like oh man that's such like a bad stereotype <laughs> but i wonder if there's anything interesting to do with that 
So it'd be like, we could spin it into like Broadway, maybe. I know musicals. Oh, Broadway might be good. Musicals? I do like that. But how would you make it a fun... Yeah, I don't know too much about musical production. Right? Yeah. What what was it even before? Absolutely nothing. Maybe that's the last one. It's just war. It's just war. Yeah, (laughs) the song war. You just have to fight in a war. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) Yeah, Fortune Sun starts playing. (laughs) That's a good song. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's something to work with. It really comes out to you as an. Yeah, if we're not feeling too much inspiration, then maybe we'll just put it on hold and then approach other aspects of like what being in college would imply. Yeah. So if you're trying to collect, I guess three things, so that you can you know perform in your final. Will there be a final encounter? Could be a rival. Could be like you had a rival going against you the entire way. Maybe you're Gary. Okay. Ash or whatever you call yourself, red. Sure, sure. Blue, whatever. Yeah. As the final encounter. As your final encounter, maybe he's hindering you. Like he's the one competing against you for all these other like inspiration dice too. Right. Okay. So it is actually a battle at the very end where like you fight each other and then you have the amount of inspirations you've collected you can use in the fight and it's okay. actually just a combat encounter. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. I that, like that. I mean, but you can like flavor it in a way that it's like, oh, here's how you draw inspiration, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah, as you're pulling from like your K-pop idol who appears before you, <laughs> right, right, and all you right. see is a tweet like with you and them together. You're like, oh yeah, oh shit, the cloud, like, the cloud. It's like, this oh cloud yeah, is overwhelming. Oh no, and it like spawns like a fog cloud that protects you. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is perfect. Yeah, or like if you're doing punk rock, it's just like, oh, Mosh Pit runs in. Ah, ah, yeah. Ah. Yep. Yep. Oh my god, just yeah. sounds like a South Park game power. Wait, oh, from, like, the games? Yeah, yeah where, yeah, like, yeah. all these random people show up, like, oh, yeah, there's your assist <laughs> mechanic. It's funny because it's, like, you know how in the Adventure Zone, I guess this is kind of spoilers, but, like, for, like, every, like, D&D finale, it's always, like, we bring in all the best all-star NPCs. <laughs> it's kind of just, like, oh, okay, here comes, like, a K-pop star and, like, Link-182 for some yeah, reason. Yeah, they're just showing up. They're just, yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're just running through naked for some reason on oh. this, like, music video. Oh, right, right, Link-182. I was, yeah. like, where did that come from? No, 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 not, not K-pop, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, and oh. rap, you know, there's probably some rap-related ones. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah just like, drive-by. Piss. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, come on, man. Hey, gangster. Yep. Yeah. They just pee on you. Oh, oh. <laughs> R. Kelly. Yeah, they, yeah. Hello. Wait, is R. Kelly rap? No, not really, huh? I think it's like R and B. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's an option there. There's your there's your ability. Like, yeah, he's just you R. R. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> he's just hiding in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You have to find him in the closet. <laughs> you have to find him in the closet. That's how you get R. That's Kelly. Very good. That's very good. <laughs> that's your bonus uh that's your bonus option there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you yeah. need one more spirit for inspiration, perfect, perfect. R. Kelly's in the closet. You gotta find him somewhere. You gotta find I'm which sure, closet in school. I'm sure you could make that a pretty involved encounter. Yes, I mean that makes sense, right? Just yeah, tracking yeah. somebody. Yeah. yeah, just tracking someone all right. day looking for him. Where is he at? Right, right, right. You just ask. He's like, "Do you have your passport? You need to like. Do you have your shots? Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Josh, that's for you, baby. <laughs> so to explain, because I think this is actually insane. There. What if was it like R. Kelly? He's from like up, Africa or something. Yeah, he teamed up with like the uh, what is it like tourist agency or whatever of yeah, like the government like of an African country to yeah. like get people in that country to immigrate to America. Yes. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, and he was just like he's just like riffing and singing, and yeah, he's he just asking all, if you had, like, your he had a concert about it. Yeah. So strange. So it was strange. Very strange. He's... It'll leave you feeling very dirty if you want to look that up on YouTube. Yeah, but it's fun. It's it's funny. It's funny ironically but also weird that because it's like what's what's going going on on there yeah like why do they want them to do that anyways okay 
But that's the idea. And then the final battle is you versus your rivals. You have your inspiration dies or maybe special abilities based yep. off your class. We gave you some recommendations here and there. Maybe they just cast spells. They could just be legendary actions. There's a lot of ways to work this in. But at the end, you win, you lose. Either way, you get maybe a cup, maybe you don't, and then you graduate. Yeah. Yeah, with honors. Season finale, very dramatic. Yeah, I like it. And then it like pans over at the end of the credits and the new student shows up and it's like, oh, he's Lin-Manuel Miranda and he's got rap and Broadway all together. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, Hamilton was like, I remember I was listening to a Cracked podcast. Yeah. And then he just was playing music from Hamilton and I was like, oh, shit. It's just like rapping about history. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is so fucking cool to me. It and is. And then it became legend. Yeah. He is legendary. All right. But I mean. That's our podcast episode today. Thank you for listening to yep. One Shot at a Time. I'm your forever DM, Daniel Locke. And I am, unlike Hamilton, quite satisfied. Daniel Lee. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did you think about our prompt? Did we tackle the prompt that you came up with today? Uh, I mean, we didn't. It was really open-ended. So I think we. I got out of it what I was seeking, which is just like talk about music and then whatever we end up with, we end up with. Yep. I think it was cool. I like that we ended up exploring... Bard colleges. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed that. I also like just being able to talk about pop punk. Indeed, I love indeed. pop punk. It's like my. It is the probably the main genre of music I like listening to, and I do like the hard pivot to K-pop because I'm also getting into K-pop again. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it's perfect. Pop punk and K-pop is probably what college kids are listening to these days. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, there's been a resurgence. I'm not out of touch. No, technically not. I see TikTok. There's a bunch of emo kids on there. Okay, great. Singing great, about great. like being out in the middle of nowhere on a farmland. Oh extremely pop punk oh yeah totally it always starts with like yeah i live out in the middle of nowhere with like this trucks and two-ton dads but i just want to feelings <laughs> no nah, that's not how it goes but anyways thank you all for listening to one shot at a time we are a D podcast you can reach us on twitter at one shot at a time mm-hmm. you can email us any prompts or just ideas questions or just to at daniel at one shot at a time cast at don't, gmail. At no, don't, don't at me but one shot at a time is spelled out the ad is at the end i hope you guys know if not you can see it in the description anyways Outside of that, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. Uh, once again, we will be at TayoCon in January, where we'll be doing a one-shot panel discussing one-shot design. So feel free to say hi to us there if you're listening. Hopefully you are. If you want to show your support for the show, be mean to somebody on Twitter. Please don't be mean, but do share <laughs> our show with people. Like, word of mouth is the best way to help us out. Uh, we do not pay to advertise this podcast in any way, shape, or form. I, I would probably sooner should. die. Yep. <laughs> He would sooner die, and I don't have the money for it. So please tell people you like. Anyways, uh, that's everything we have here. We'll see you all next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.